the Hawks get a healthy dose of Michael Bridges as they lose to the Brooklyn Nets. And stop me if you've heard this before. They fall below 500. We'll talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. His heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Um, if you have watched the Hawks, uh, game tonight versus the Brooklyn Nets, and you're still listening to this podcast, you are a real one. <laughs> you are a real one. Listen, the Hawks fall to the Brooklyn Nets 124 to 107. And uh, Hawks fans are down bad right now. They're down bad, man. I haven't seen this, this lack of, I don't know, man, like, the Hawks fans are down bad, but uh, we're just going to talk a little bit of Hawks basketball tonight. I'm not going to keep it long. I know folks don't like to listen in when the Hawks lose, so I'm going to keep this quick and to the point. Um, first things first, let me get rid of my housekeeping. If you stumbled onto the podcast, welcome, welcome. We always get new listeners, and so I always got to let you guys know that a big part of what we do is on social media. So make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, you can find us at Hawks Beat. That's all one word. And uh, yeah, so connect with us on our socials and make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you are listening on. All right, let's get into it. Uh Michael Bridges had himself a night. Do you hear me? Listen, Michael Bridges had 42 points tonight. And for a moment, for a moment, I thought I was going to have to go back and eat some of the words that I that I was said earlier in earlier podcast. What I mean is I had said for the longest, listen. Hawks do not have a chance of making it out of this play-in. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to catch the heat. It's like it's full gold, and y'all should not even be worried about catching the heat. Trying to find that seventh seed, sixth seed, uh, it's not going to happen. And for a brief moment, the seventh seed was within reach. Going into tonight's game, the Hawks were only down... One game to the Miami Heat for the seventh spot. 
the Miami Heat had lost three in a row. And I was like, yo, if they win tonight, like, they may actually, like, be able to make a move. But they got to win tonight. They got to win tonight. Like, tonight was kind of a must win if you really want to position yourself. Um, at one point, it looked like the Heat were going to overtake the Nets. It's not looking like that no more. With tonight's victory, the Nets are two games above the Nets, four games above the Hawks. There is nothing that I have seen from this Hawks team that makes me think that this team is going to go on a run. You're running out of games. We've been waiting for this run since (laughs) October. It's not going to happen. There's six games left. And if I was a betting man, I would say the Hawks are going to go three and three. There might be four. Whatever the case may be, I think this team is going to end up 41 and 41. That's just how I see it. They lost last game, which means next game they're probably going to win. It doesn't matter who they play. They could be playing the Monstars from Space Jam. They're going to win. Because that's what the Hawks do. They win one and then they lose one. This is who this Hawks team is. And anytime you believe anything otherwise, you really just need to paint a clown face on your face. Because this is who the Hawks team has been all season long. At first, it was, oh, we just need to get Clint Capella healthy. We just need to get Bogey healthy. Those guys came back. Oh, we just need to get DeAndre. We need to get John healthy. Then everybody was healthy. And then when they were healthy, we thought it was the coach. Oh, we got to get Nate up out of here. Nate's the problem. Nate's the problem. Yada, yada, yada. Nate, 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 Nate. Got Nate up out of here. And you know what? Through all of that, the one thing that has been consistent all season long, Post-Nate, pre-Nate has been that this team is going to win a game and then they're going to lose a game. They are a 500 ball club. I said this around the All-Star break and I I was hoping that I was going to be wrong. Because listen, although I'm not a Hawks fan, I pull for the Hawks and I want the Hawks to win. Mainly because it's good for business. But the city's better when the Hawks are good. Right? Like, this is a, a much more enjoyable process when the Hawks are good. Not when they're mid. <laughs> Not when they're mid, when they're average. I'd rather them suck. Being average is the worst. It is the worst. <sighs> The game got off to a good start. <clears throat> got off to a great start. I was like, yo, okay, first quarter. We cooking with grease, right? You cooking with grease in that first quarter. Only problem is the basketball game is four quarters. It's four quarters. I don't know if somebody forgot to tell those brothers that. But the basketball game that you are playing is four quarters. The Jonte Murray 
had 13 points in our first quarter. I'm like, okay, DJ's bike. You know what I'm saying? Jalen Johnson's back. You know what I'm saying? Thought everything was going to be cool after that first quarter. It's amazing how the dynamics of a game changes. Second quarter, not good. (laughs) Not good. They shot 7 of 24 and 0 for 9 from three-point range. Trey led the way. He was 1 of 7. 0 of 4 from downtown. Nobody hit no 3. Bogey 0 for 2. Jalen Johnson 0 for 1. Jonte missed his. Sadiq missed his. You're not going to win a ball game shooting like that. Net top score the Hawks 34-22. And going into the to halftime, you're like, okay, uh, you're only down by four. You're only down by four. So this thing is still salvageable, right? It's still it, it's still like it, it's not out of reach. Until the third quarter happens. <laughs> it was almost like the, the Hawks realized, like, hey, we're supposed to lose this game. Third quarter happens, and starters come out there, and they're just poo-poo. They are just poo-poo. Nets go off 42-24 to 24 in the quarter. Michael Bridges just goes crazy. 15 points in the quarter. And he almost outscored the Hawks' damn self. The Hawks scored 24. He scored 15. They just did not have an answer for Mikael Bridges. And now, granted, Mikael Bridges has been hot. He's been hot. Like, you know, he's been hot going into to get to, you know, to today's game. Past couple games, he's really been on a tear. But you got to know that. Like, you got to know that. You got to scout that. You got to realize, yo, man, this guy is hot. Maybe we need to throw some doubles at him. Maybe we need. I mean, you don't think that you got a game plan for Michael Bridges like that. But he might be a guy that you got a game plan for like that. Because he's sure enough H all up for 42. 42. Now, here's the thing about tonight's game. A lot of people looked at it as a referendum. It's like, look, man, that's why you need a guy like. DeAndre Hunter to go out there and guard cast like this. I would say that. I I would say this. One, a little bit of that might be true. A little bit of that might be true. Two, it's got to be a next man up mentality. Right? You can't just be like, well, hey, the defensive guy's not here. (laughs) Y'all, it's five of y'all. Play some defense. Play some, like, I, I don't, I have no idea for the life of me why these cats think they can just win a ball game and not play defense. Trey Young don't be getting back on defense. I saw someone tweet, like, Trey Young not getting back on defense really upsets me. I was like, yo, I responded to the tweet. I was like, it's like they take turns. They take turns to see who is not going to get back on defense this time. The numbers were ugly tonight, man. They were just ugly. You know, 8 of 37 from 3 tonight. It was just it was just ugly. And, like, the starters, I don't know what is going on with the starters. I do know what's going on because I told y'all a couple weeks ago. I've been saying it. Something is, 
is off with the chemistry of this team. I'm not going to rehash that because I've been saying it all week. Like, I've been saying it on all my podcasts. Something is off with the chemistry of these team of this team, mainly the starters. There is something going on in that locker room. I swear, There's something got to be going on in that locker room because the bench, the bench is the only one that's playing like they got some hootspah about them. You know what I'm saying? Bogey, AJ, Onyeka, all them cats was plus on the plus minus. Bogey had twelve. AJ had 11. Yucca had 12. All them dudes, they come in, they play with some heart. They play with some energy. They play with some know-how, it seems like. You, you That second string is out there, and you kind of feel good about where this team is going. But them starters get out there, and it's just like, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. I don't have no answers for you. I just don't have any answers for you. Like, it's a problem, yo. Like, and I don't... It's almost like you just want to put this season out of its misery. It's almost like you're just going to put this season out of its misery, man. Because, like, I don't have the answers. The starters have, have, I don't know. I saw somebody tweet tonight, why can't the guards play good at the same time? It's like either DeJounte's on and Trey's off or Trey's on and DeJounte's off. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's the thing they got to work on in the offseason. Like I told my students, we had, we had conversations this week about... Um, safety in schools told my students like look man I got we go we went over procedures and kids are like what are we gonna do I'm like hey man I don't got answers to all these questions you know what I'm saying we we gonna try to survive you know what I'm saying but I think there's just more questions than answers right now with this Hawks team 38 and 39 and this is who they are this is who they are um, I'm not going to pontificate too much on this. <sighs> Let's um, let me just read some fan feedback. See what you guys had to say tonight on the Twitter. Again, if you're on Twitter, make sure you're following us at Hawks Beat. And uh, let me just read a few things that you guys had to say tonight. Then I'll be out your hair. All right. Um, Let's go on Twitter. Rogers Den said, same old ATL Hawks, 38 and 39. Okay. Appreciate you for checking us out. Dollar One on Twitter says, Hawks will be ready to go on Sunday. Another lackluster performance by the starters. Hey, man. It's like you read my mind. Like, you you, you saw it. You saw it. I, I don't know what it is. Thrashinator on Twitter says, our shooting disappeared the moment we gave away Red Velvet. <laughs> Listen, I got a hot take on the Red Velvet thing. I, I I don't think that if the Hawks never traded Red Velvet, my guy, Kevin Herter, I don't think it would have made that much of a difference this season. I really don't. He would have been coming off the bench. I mean, the bench, and you've been getting good bench play. You know what I'm saying? So you add a Kevin Herter to this team, they're still probably 38 and 39. That's just kind of how I see it. You know, uh, you have Kevin Herter on his team. You don't, that means somebody else is going to get buried in that rotation. That means you really don't know what you're going to have with A.J. Griffin. Um, you might not have some, uh, some Josh Johnson minutes. Some, I mean, some Jalen Johnson minutes. You, I mean, he may eat into those minutes. So, um, I think Hawks fans kind of made a little bit. 
I don't know. I think they're kind of just on that Kevin Herter thing a little bit too much for me. You know, but again, I'm not a fan like y'all are. So it kind of is what it is. I also think Hawks fans are a little bit going a little bit too hard on DeAndre Hunter. Now, do I think he is um, void of criticism? Absolutely not. DeAndre has not had a good year. He's not had a good year. However, I think that times expectations come up because a player gets their money. When he got paid, I think the expectations went up. And I don't think that's necessarily fair for a player. A player is always going to be who they are. And just because they get a pay raise don't mean, that, okay, I'm get a pay raise. So now let me start balling. Let me start, you know, let me start uh, kicking this thing up to 20, 20, points, 20 points a game. Nah, man, the money don't change you. DeAndre, and I think if DeAndre was uh, an eighth or a ninth or a tenth pick, I don't think it would be like bad. I don't think that he would be getting some of the heat. And I think that sometimes it be, it just kind of snowballs. You know, they find their guy who they want to dig in, and uh, and that's the guy who they want to dig in. There's no more Nate to dig in on, so now it seems like the popular guy is DeAndre Hunter. Do I think he's a valuable? I think he's valuable. I think he's a very good role player. Do I think he has holes? Hell yeah, he's got some holes. <laughs> this is a lot. And I and I wonder, to be honest, I wonder how he fits in with this system that Quinn wants to implement. Right? You already got a mid-range guy with DeJounte. Do you need a three that's going to be that's, that's able to better stretch the, the offense? Is that what you need? I don't know. You know? But I think... Hawks fans are going a little bit hard on DeAndre, but uh, it is what it is, man. I don't think, well, I don't know. I don't know what the offseason has in store, but I will tell you this. I think it's going to be very interesting, and make sure you tune into the Hawks beat because we're going to be here all all offseason as well. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, so let's look at the standings real quick, and I think that we pretty much already went over them. Um, but let me just take one last look at the standings. Uh, Hawks are holding down that A spot like they normally do. Tied with the Raptors. Luckily for the Hawks, the Raptors lost tonight. Luckily for them. So they stay at the eighth spot. Tied with Toronto. They got the tiebreaker. Um, there are two games behind Miami. And in a crazy world, if the Hawks were to ever win more than one game at a time let's say they win two games in a row i know that's a crazy possibility they would still be behind the miami heat because the miami heat had the tiebreaker i'm not even going to mention the top six teams because that's the kind of a formality right now they got to worry about the raptors and they got to worry about the bulls because the bulls are one game behind them too so that game that they got to play with the, against the bulls coming up It's going to be very important. Very important. But, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to put a bow on this pod tonight. Thank you so much for checking us out. We appreciate the love. We appreciate the support. Like always, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So, if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love, because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace. Free Free Beats.io. Free Beats.io. Free Beats.io.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.